God bless you this morning. We just thank God for your presence, and we pray that you are blessed as you share with us uh, the word that God has given to us. Let us pray together. Eternal God, our Father, we do love you and thank you once again for life, health, and strength. We thank you, God, for keeping us since we've last come together. Now we're praying, God, that you would just have your way and speak to us. Use us as an instrument for your glory. And so we love you and we offer ourselves to you. And it's in the name of Christ, our King. Amen and amen. God bless you this morning. We are looking at a particular text from Daniel, Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 through 4. Also verse 9 and verse 13. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 through 4, verse 9 and verse 13. And the Bible says... At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since the world was a nation, since there was a nation, even that, even so that the time and all the time your people shall be delivered. And everyone who is found written in the book, and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Verse number three, those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. But verse number nine says, and he said to, and he said, go your way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Verse 13, but you go your way. Till the end, for you shall rest, and will arise to your inheritance at the end of the days. May the Lord bless the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy, his holy word. What is God doing? How do we, these events of our day, impact our future? Is this the end of time? When will the end come? What will tomorrow bring? We may be tempted to speculate over these events, what God is doing and what God is even about to do. But instead of worrying about what God is doing, we should be prepare ourselves and others for the return of Jesus Christ. We should be motivated to share the good news of Jesus Christ wherever we go. Not only that, but we should continue to invest in the work of the kingdom of God. God is the one who determines the end of all things. Some things will remain secret until the end of time, even as it is recorded in Daniel chapter 12 and verse number 9. And it says um, we, should, we should use the time that God has given to you and I. We should use that time to make sure that we are ready. 
Not only that, but we should also make sure that our brother and our sister, friend and family and acquaintance are ready. Daniel was perplexed at the prophecies that came his way that were given to him, but God told him, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the end times. God said to Daniel, go your way. And that's a text for us, or even a title for our text on today is go about your business. Go about your business. Go your way. Do what God has assigned for you to do. That phrase says something specifically to me. It says, leave the future in God's hands and wait on him and trust him to fulfill the promises that he has made to us. But while we are waiting, it's our responsibility to continue to do what he has called us to do. You need to know and realize and remember that God has begun a great work in you and I. And it's our responsibility to continue that work until he comes. Not minding all of the things that are going on around us. We need to keep our focus on the task that God has given to you and I. And God has a great plan for you and I. In Jeremiah 29, 11, you know what it says. It says specifically that God thinks great thoughts toward you. He has great plans for you. He has hope and a future for you. But he says to you and I that we need to go about our business. We need to go our way. Don't worry about uh, the things of these events, these events that are transpiring, trying to handle those. He says, go your way and even mind the business that he has assigned to you and I. Daniel did not ask to be transported to a strange land. Daniel did not ask to be employed by a foreign king. He didn't ask to be thrown in a lion's den or suffer from negative accusations that had been uh, cast against his character as he served God the best that he could. Many of you did not ask for the circumstances that you find yourself, situations that you have ended up in, and how it has been orchestrated in your life. You did not ask for that. But when we cannot trace God's hand, we still need to trust him. I'll say that again. When you can't trace God, you still need to trust him. And so he says to Daniel, he says, go about your business. He says, go your way. And we need to realize, ladies and gentlemen, that sometimes God will not explain what he's doing or what he is about to do. But, the, but God gives you and I a helpful and a holy hint right now in Daniel chapter 12. And when we look at Daniel chapter 12, there are, there are three things we want to lift uh, that we want to explain to you and that reveal to you that God has uh, said to us. First, we realize, ladies and gentlemen, that God has promised the promises of God uh, are for the people of God. I said the promises of God are for the people of God. Not only that, but God has a plan. The plan of God is for the people of God. And then last of all, the peace of God is for the people of God. The question is, are you a child of God? And if you are a child of God, 
this word is for you. And if you are not a child of God, it's a word for you, which means that you need to get on the Lord's side immediately and right away because we never know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come to receive us home. But it says in the word and the title that I have given that or a subtitle is the promises of God are for the people of God. And when you look at verse number one, we look at verse number one in chapter 12 of Daniel, and it says, that's when Michael, the great archangel, the champion of the people, will step in. And then it says also there will be a time of trouble, worst trouble that the world has ever seen. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in trouble right now. There are situations, COVID-19, there are deaths on the left and on the right. But ladies and gentlemen, there's a time that's going to come, and we will not be able to recover. There's a time that's coming and the Lord has uh, declared it here in Daniel chapter 12. There's a time that's coming and you won't be have enough uh, 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 doctor's assistance. You won't have enough nurses. You won't have enough medical equipment to recover. There's a time and only God has to step in. And you say, well, you're making that up, Pastor. But if you read Matthew chapter 24, verse 21 and 22, and he said, there will be a great tribulation such has never been since the beginning of the world and until, the, until this time and it says nor ever shall be. Verse 22 is very important for us because it says and unless those days were shortened no flesh should be saved but for the elect's sake those days were shortened. I don't know about you but I thank God that there's a time when he's going to step in. Things will get so overwhelming to humanity that we'll die and there'll be no recovery but God said I need to step in that's when he's going to send Michael the archangel and that's what he's saying to us in Daniel chapter 1 then Mike, Michael will step in that's what he's saying to us but then it's being fulfilled ladies and gentlemen that there is a time coming of great tribulation we're not in it right now surely we're having trials and tribulations right now, but there's a time that's coming, it's going to be a, a little bit worse. And the first thing we need to realize is as a promise to the people of God, the first thing we need to realize is that there is salvation for the surrendered life. There is salvation for the surrendered life. And it says the people will be saved, everyone that has their name in the book. Ladies and gentlemen, is your name in the book? And I want to recite to you and give you the references so you can see and see what the Word of God is saying. We're not in Daniel, but we're in Revelation. Look at Revelation chapter 20 and verse number 12. And it says, I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. And the books were open. And another book was open, which is a book of life. And the dead were judged according to the works by the things which were written in the book. And I thank God that there's going to be a judgment day. Ladies and gentlemen, you are saved if your name is in the book. You want to make sure that your name is in the book of life. Not only that, but in Revelation chapter 21 and around verse 27, it says, But there shall be no mean." 
by no means enter into anything that defiles. Nobody's going to come into heaven that defiles, that causes an, an abomination or a lie, but only those that are written in the Lamb's book of life. Ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be a book open. Daniel already predicted, he said he's going to save those who have their names in the book. And it's important for us to know that God is promising salvation to everyone who has a name in the book. And it behooves us to make sure that our relationship with God has been established. Not only that, but we are secure in knowing that Christ is our Lord and Christ is our King. The salvation for the surrendered life. Not only that, but there is resurrection to eternal life. I don't know about you, but I want to get up after this journey is over. Many have been long dead and buried. Uh, they will wake up. The Bible says they will get up. Some will get up to everlasting life. Some will get up to eternal shame and contempt. But I thank God that I have my name in the book. And you need to thank God if you have your name in the book. And we want to make sure that we are resurrected to life. Surely we have celebrated our Easter even as we have estranged ourselves from one another. But I thank God that we have a personal relationship and a personal Savior who will bring us back even at that last day but write this down if you're writing John chapter 5 verse 28 and 29 it says do not marvel at this for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Ladies and gentlemen, Matthew chapter 25 and verse 46. And he says, and those will go away into everlasting punishment and the righteous into everlasting life. I don't know about you, but I'm striving. Is anyone here that's listening to me? Are you striving to give glory to God? Are you striving and seeking God, continuing to do what he has assigned for you to do? That you will receive that glory. You will receive that honor. You will receive that immortality that God has promised us on the other side. Yes, we suffer on this side, but God has promised the people of God not only only salvation, but he has surrendered to us a resurrected life. And I thank God that I'm looking for that resurrected eternal life. Not only that, but there's a reward. I said there's a reward for those who have sacrificed their lives. There's a reward for a sacrifice life. And it said men and women who live wisely, men and women who have uh, uh, illuminated others' lives by their lives, they have tried to make a way for others and lead them rightly to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're talking about if you're living well and you're leading well. Not only are you doing what God has required for you to do, but there's also a blessing for those who are leading others to Christ. And I thank God that he said you're going to shine bright as the morning sun. You're going to shine bright and he says, the Bible says that there's a glory. Uh, there's a glory of the moon. There's a glory of the stars. There's a glory of the sun. But many of us as we serve and do the very best, we might not be the brightest in heaven, ladies and gentlemen. But I don't know about you, but I just want to be in heaven. I say I just want to 
to do what I can with the little time that I got. I got a few more days perhaps uh, left before me, but I'm going to do what God has assigned for me to do. The promises of God for the people of God. Last of all, this is a victory for the sacrifice life. How many of you want to see victory? And what he says is this is, in verse number four, this is a confidential report, Daniel. He said, for your eyes and your ears only, keep it secret, but put the book under lock and key until the end time. And he said, when the end time come, then there will be people running to and fro trying to gain information, trying to figure out what's going on. But how many of you know that we as children of God have read the map already? We've read the word of God already. It's a lamp unto our feet and it's light unto our pathway. We know what God is about to do. We know that God, there's a day that's coming and that we have to reckon with. Not only will we live until he receives us back, but we have to make sure that we do what we can that have our name in the book that when we see him for ourselves we can rise uh, with glory. We can rise and celebrate and thank God for the victory that we have in a sanctified life. Ladies and gentlemen, the promises of God for the people of God not only are there promises for you and I, but there is also a plan of God for the people of God. And what does he say here? As I rush to our clothes and it says uh, go on about your business. Ladies and gentlemen that's not a smart remark. It's not a remark that's, that's uh, bringing you down in any kind of way. But it's saying to you don't worry about what I'm going to do. I need you to finish what you've, what you've begun to do. What I've anointed you to do. He's speaking to Daniel. He said what I've anointed you to do I want you to do that. I want you to write the words up but then I want you to seal them up because there's going to be a time. So in the meantime, while I handle my business, I want you to go on and handle the business that I have assigned for you. He said, I want you to lock it up. And then when we read in Revelation again, ladies and gentlemen, hallelujah. How many of you thank God that he has a plan? I say, I thank God that he has a plan for your life and my life. He has a plan. There is a conclusion coming, ladies and gentlemen. In Revelation chapter 22, verse 6 through 10 I will not read it all but he says behold it's a time when he's coming quickly when the things will take place and then verse number 7 behold I come quickly and he said those who keep the prophecies of this particular book rush immediately to verse number 10 and it says and he said to me do not seal the words of the prophecy of this book for the time is at hand he who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he who is holy, let him be holy still. Ladies and gentlemen, God has a plan, but you got to live up to the plan. Hallelujah. Those who are filthy, those who are ghetto, those who are, who are just doing anything uh, they want to do. God didn't say stop them. He said, let them go and do what 
they going to do? He said, but you that are righteous, I am coming to receive you unto myself. And he said, he, he told Daniel to close up the book, but he told John to open the book up. He said, let everybody know. It's going to be late in the evening, but I am coming. He said, you never know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come, but God has a plan for your life. Last of all, ladies and gentlemen, we need to realize that God has the peace of God for the people of God. How many of you need peace in your life, even in the midst of your struggling how many of you need peace? And I hear him saying, verse number 13, once again, go about your business. And he says, go about your business, but he doesn't want you to fret. He doesn't want you to worry. He wants you to relax and get ready for your reward. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not stressing about what tomorrow's going to bring. I know that God has it all under control, but my responsibility and your responsibility is to live right to not only that, but do the work that God has assigned for you to do. What has God called you to do? Has he called you to sing? Has he called you to preach? Has he called you to be a missionary? Has he called you to share your testimony about how good he's been to you? Your job is to go about your business and do what God has assigned for you to do. Then if you're starting work, you need to continue the work that God has already started in you. Some people start but they don't finish ladies and gentlemen when God comes he gonna say you didn't finish what I told you to do but I don't know about you ladies and gentlemen I want to do the work then I want to continue the work last of all ladies and gentlemen let's finish the work Let's finish the work that, that we have begun. Whatever God is doing in us, don't worry about the sign at a time. Don't worry about uh, the pollution that's going on. Do what you can where you are. But we need to know that God has a time. There's a time that we won't be able to recover. There's a time coming where, where no doctor will have a remedy. There's a time coming where your medicine's not going to work. There's a time coming when your army's not going to be big enough. There's a time coming when your money is going to run out on you or it's not going to pay for the resolution that you're looking for. But I thank God today, I thank God today that he tells me to go about my business. He said, I got all this under control. Your job is to do what I've assigned you to do. How many of you are glad that God works all things together? Yeah, he works it all together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Let's make sure that we're going about our business. Let's make sure that we're doing what God has assigned for us to do. Let's make sure that we're not overly concerned and speculating about the things of the future or what's going on in our world so much that we forget to do what God has assigned us to do. How many of you have persons in your life that need to hear about the good news? Not only do they need to hear about it, but they need to see an example uh, you need to be that example. You need to be that light, even in this dark world. Make sure that you continue on your assignment. Go about your business. This is what the Lord is saying to us. Every head bowed. Eternal God, our Father, we do love you. Thank you, God, even for this day, this hour, this word. Thank you, God, for the revelation that you have given to Daniel. Thank you, God, for even the revelation that you've given to John. One, you told to seal the book. The other, you said, open it up because time is here. 
Help us, those who hear, help us to walk in obedience to your word every step of the way. Whatever you have assigned us to do, we pray, God, that you give us the wherewithal to take care of the business that you have assigned to our hand. Not only doing it, but continuing it and then finishing it. So when we see you on that great day, you can say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. Your reward is great. And so we love you and we offer ourselves to you. If there's some who are unsaved under the sound of our voice, in the name of Jesus, right there in their living room, right there in their car, right where they are, save them. Call them into a relationship with you because it's getting late, God, and the sun is truly going down. Help us to be ready, and we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, every heart say amen and amen.